Hey everyone, I am Danny Dumas and this is the Earn Your Title Podcast. Today, we are talking about the three awkward conversations every father needs to have with their kids. And it's not what you think. It's not the birds and the bees. Well, although I do think you should have those conversations. I don't actually think that conversation needs to be awkward. Um, I think you can just kind of, just, I don't know, just tell them the truth. Tell them what, what goes on. But the three conversations, I'm going to start with hopefully, but hopefully is the least often conversation to the most often conversation. So hopefully this first one is something that you don't have to do very often, and that is the apology conversation. If you've been a parent for more than three days, maybe maybe three months, you are going to have messed up with your kid. You're going to have yelled at them, been impatient, been illogical. You're going to have done something that you wish you wouldn't have done, and you need to apologize. You need to have the, I am sorry, I messed up. And I think this, uh, this conversation has a few key attributes. One, it needs to be when you're not upset. If you're upset with them and then you realize in the moment that I'm upset, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I, you know, you're just making me mad. That, that's not it. This conversation needs to have space. So if, if your child is upset or if you are upset, this conversation is not going to be effective. You have to give space to yourself and your kid if you have messed up. I don't think it's effective when there's emotion involved when there's negative emotion, because it should have some emotion involved. Um, as, a, as a kid growing up, I, I really feel like I had the parental lottery. My parents were not perfect, but they definitely made an effort for myself and my sisters to have a good life. They were logical. Um, they were, when they did get mad, they, you know, like they fessed up to it, right? They, they let us know that they were humans, and they did this, and that's where I got this from. I didn't make this up on my own. I... I had these conversations, or my parents had these conversations with me, so that's where I'm coming from. So that, that the apology, I would say, this can go two ways. One is if you blow up in front of all the whole family to one kid speci- specifically, I think it's appropriate to have the "I'm sorry, I messed up" conversation to everybody, even if you weren't mad with the other kids. So I have three kids. If I were to get really mad at my son and say something ignorant something out of emotion. I think it's appropriate to maybe at dinner time when everybody's there, look your son or your daughter in the face and say, I'm sorry, I've messed up. And it's really important to not make excuses. You might be, you might explain the situation of what you were thinking and why it made you mad or upset. But it's important to not say like, I, you know, I apologize for being, uh, yelling at you. I just wouldn't have done it if you weren't such an idiot. <laughs> like that's that's not what we're looking for. It is, I'm sorry I yelled at you today. That's not the response that I want. That's not the response I'm proud of. I have a I had things going on in my life, for you know for whatever reason it I decided to do something that was not right. So you can explain yourself, and I think that's okay, but you can't take away the blame. Don't put it off on anything else other than you made a mistake and you're asking them to forgive you. And this is such a powerful statement, such a powerful conversation because your kids need to see you as human. I think at some point you see your parents as these, you know, 
depending on your relationship, they're either super fun or not fun at all. They're exciting or boring and all these things, and but you don't actually see them for who they are as a person with hopes and dreams and fears and anxieties and all these things. And when you're able to be vulnerable with your kids, man, what a powerful experience. And it teaches them to do the same, that, that it's okay, you're going to mess up, so it's, it's fine, mess up and fess up it, it's not a big deal so that's the first one hopefully you're not making these uh having these conversations weekly because you're you're not getting mad and upset you're learning which is good the second conversation you need to have with your kids is when they have messed up and you have to let them know that the way they acted was not appropriate was not what you were looking for and maybe even hurt you and again you don't want to go back and um this really find blame. You're not trying to bring blame back up, but I think you're you're letting them see that you are an emotional person that has feelings, and when they do certain things, it bothers you and it hurts you. That is important. It is important for you to for them to see that you are a normal person. So the conversation might be today when you slammed your door and told me that you hate my guts and that you want to go run away to the circus. That made me feel very sad, and I don't think that's what you actually believe. I think you were upset about maybe this, this, and this, but I just want to let you know that that really hurt me, and that can be a very awkward conversation, and it, you know, hopefully they have some remorse, and then it can't be, and don't ever let that happen again. I, it just, to me, this is a statement of fact. And again, it goes back to the rules from the first one. You shouldn't have the emotions at that moment. If you're still feeling sad and hurt and you don't think you can have this logical conversation about what the facts of the problem were, then don't have the conversation. But if you can, and if they've calmed down some, you need to have that. When you did this, I felt this. And I, didn't, I don't want to feel that again. And then maybe this is a time where you go and you find something that can actually stop the problem. You know, ask the question, why did you feel the need to say that to me? What was the purpose? What was the goal? And it opens up a dialogue. And again, this is super awkward, right? It's not the conversations we want to have. But they need to know you have they have the ability to hurt you because you're human. And if you can take if you can take their mindset and insert the fact that, hey, these people to tell me what to do, but food on the table you know, clothes on my back and give me a place to sleep and eat aren't just random adults that are robots that don't care and are just enforcing rules to make my life miserable. I think your life gets better. So have that conversation. When you did that, that it made me feel like this. And I don't want to feel like that. What can I do to not get you to the point where you feel so upset? Because maybe it is something. Maybe there's something you do that just absolutely drives them nuts. And you could do it a different way because you don't want to have that feeling. So that's the second conversation. And the third one, I hope you have this on a weekly or at least a monthly basis. This is something uh, that was, this was what my dad would do. And I think it's because we had more time alone than my mom. My mom was obviously very loving and uh, she was a lot of fun. I didn't have a whole lot of like... Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of like one-on-one -on -one serious conversations, but my dad, with my dad, we did. And I think my dad did this with, I know he did with me, obviously, but I'm pretty sure he did this with my sisters as well. And he always would do it 
when we were by ourselves. So me and him are driving, and I'm sure he did it with my sisters as well. He would say, Danny, I'm really proud of you. And then he would list the things that he has seen in the last week or month or the last time since we had a conversation. And he would talk about, you know, at school, I, you know, I know you're a leader at school and I know that, you know, you've been working hard. And while this might, subject might be very hard, I'm really proud that you did this. You know, I'm so proud of our family. He would then go into the family. As a family, I'm so proud that we are hard workers. And he was, for lack of a better word, he was brainwashing me into believing that I was doing good and that I was succeeding and that I had the capability of succeeding. I think there's so many people that have dysfunctional relationships with their mom, their dad, their family, because they only got the negative. How, how dare you do this? You're so lazy. You're so this. You're so that. And my parents definitely got frustrated with me and my sisters. Like that is, you know, we were not angels. But when there was a chance to build us up, he, he did that. And I will be very honest with you. As a kid, these conversations, I always felt so awkward. I didn't know what to say. And when you tell your kid, I'm really proud of you, they might not say anything at all. Nothing. They just sit there. I know there was lots of conversations where I just sit there and nodded my head and felt weird. Like it felt weird. Like why is dad always saying he feels proud of me? And it wasn't until I became an adult that I realized how powerful that is. That he was willing to talk to a teenager who would not even look at him. There was times when we had these conversations where I didn't look at him because I thought, man, my dad is weird. He's always doing this weird thing where he tells me how proud he is. And I, some of you are probably just like disgusted that I would think that's weird because you never got that from your parents. And I realized now how blessed I was to get that and, I, and how, how fortunate it was that I had parents that would speak life into me. And if you never got that as a kid, I'm telling you, you need to do that for your kids. It is so powerful. Like I, I, I contribute most of the success I have for how my parents and the, the people that they put, intentionally put around me taught me how to live a life. I think success leaves clues, right? Uh, being the kind of person that you want to be leaves clues. And being around people who you want to be leaves clues. My dad was a successful or is a successful parent. My mom is a successful parent, so I want to be like that. If you don't have that, go look at friends in your life and try to emulate what their parents did. Maybe you're struggling because you didn't know your family. You didn't know your mom or your dad or, you know, there was dysfunction there. Go read some books, you know, like find a way. What you, the way you talk to your kids, the conversations that you have with your kids will drastically affect their entire lives. So have good conversations. Have, have more good than bad. You know, there's a saying, I think it was from uh, uh, Stephen Covey, who wrote the five, uh, seven habits of highly effective people, was that when you deposit into people, I mean, you say good things and kind things, you deposit quarters, and every now and then you have to withdraw. You have to do something negative. You have to do some discipline. You have to, you have to withdraw. When you withdraw, you withdraw dollars. So if your only ever interactions with your kids are withdrawals, you're, you're in debt, right? You're, you're below zero. If you're uh, constantly paying in, you know, quarter after quarter after quarter after quarter, every now and then when you have to withdraw, when you have to have one of the first two conversations, I'm sorry I did this, or when you did that, it made me feel bad, then you're still in the positive. 
you didn't you didn't go into debt you, you didn't go into a relationship debt with that person because you've made all these deposits and that last conversation which you should be having on a regular basis it should happen a lot you know I, I currently extre I'm extremely annoyed when I ask my kids something that they say they say maybe uh, I don't know like what do you mean you don't know I don't know do you want to go do you want to go to the ice cream maybe well that's a yes or no question that that bothers me but what I have to realize is that that indifference, that not, you know, do you want to go talk about, uh, can I, let's go for a talk and I, or walk, I'm going to tell you how proud I am. They're going to go, maybe, I don't know, this indifference to it. No matter how indifferent they are to the conversation you have, you should have it. You might want them to go, oh, dad, thank you so much. It means so much that you're proud of me and man, that makes me feel so good. You're such a great dad. Thank you so much. You're not going to get that from a teenager. You might get that from someone younger. They like, thank you. That means a lot. But when they become teenagers, I, I just don't see that happening. And it's okay. Keep having the conversation. I'm proud of you. Name the things they're proud of. I'm proud of you and your your sisters. These You guys are all doing this, this, and this. Make Let your kids know that you see them. You know, there's nothing more, uh, I think, vital for a kid to do something and have their parents see them do it. Like doing something great. Like they scored a point and played basketball and they look up in the stands and you're watching them succeed. There's something magical to that. This is that. This is you telling them that I'm watching you. And the things that I'm seeing, I love. And I think that are great. So go out there, have a conversation with your kids. If you need to have a tough one, have a tough one. It's uh, You're not going to get the, uh, you know, thank you so much, you're the best dad ever. Until maybe, you know, maybe you're a little bit older, they become parents and they look back and go, hey, dad, mom, thank you. So. Mom and Dad, if you're listening, you guys are awesome parents. Dad, thank you for the awesome conversations. I'm sorry I was so awkward and weird and stared out the window and didn't didn't look make eye contact. It was weird for me, but it was really, really important. So thank you for that. This has been the Earn Your Title Podcast. Leave me a rating and review, and I will talk to you later. Bye.